You're listening to the Back Porch Talk Podcast. Danny and Jason had many discussions and debates on the back porch while making pivotal investment moves with assets. That's right, with trading cards. They welcome you to the back porch and right into those discussions about current sports news with a fresh and unique twist. So come on and join us. Welcome to the Bad Ports Top Podcast. I'm your co-host, Jason. This is your co-host, Danny. Fans, we got a, a summer edition of our show. First, we'll talk about the NBA Summer League, a little bit about F1. The big move by USC and UCLA, and just a little something about the baseball all-star game. But Danny, first to the NBA Summer League, boy. It's been interesting. You know, summer league every year is interesting. And when you see the rookies, sophomores, sophomores, second-year players try to really go ahead and make the team, uh, you see some G-leaguers, you see uh, some of everybody trying to make a roster. And uh, this year is no different. But I'll have to say, Danny, uh, in watching some of the highlights here, the Player, players that I'm actually most impressed with about are, are with the Milwaukee Bucks, man. Mm-hmm. Um, Marjan Bochamp, man, he's been balling. Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he has been balling. I just like his smooth game. Yep. He has a smooth game, man. I mean, from the time that he slashes to the basket to him actually getting open for a three-pointer, uh, his his shot is just really, really good and is silky smooth, man. And so I'm really looking forward to seeing more of him uh, in a regular season. Uh, I'm really, really excited about this pick. I uh, didn't know who he was when the Bucks drafted him, but nonetheless, I think um, the Bucks got a winner here. Uh, the other player that I'm interested in uh, is – Mamu, I'm just gonna call him Mamu. He's been balling too. He's been more aggressive uh, out there uh, between him and Bochamp. Man, they've been really leading the Bucks this summer, and yeah. I want to see it be able to translate onto the onto the uh, actual NBA court uh, during the regular season. What say you, Danny? I like how the Bucks rookies have been performing. I think it'll be interesting to see how they do this, you know, with their rosters full. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming they'll be going with the herd, you know, get mm-hmm. some time, get get that experience, and then bring them up in case they cut someone or whatever the case may be, depending on how they're playing. Besides the Bucks, the top picks, Jabari Smith, Banchero, Chet Holmgren, they haven't disappointed, man. Mm-hmm. And a lot it's, – it's fun to see the stars come and support as well in Las Vegas, it is Las Vegas. So, mm-hmm. yep. But you know, to see that you know the star LeBron's out there, mm-hmm. you know, just the stars coming to watch the players and support them and everything. So it's been a good summer league. There's one game in particular I caught. It was a double overtime game between the Magic and the Kings, and the Magic were up by six in regulation. Kings come back, tie it. 
There's some lazy passes, tie the game. Then they mm -hmm. go to OT. Kings are winning. Orlando hits a shot at the buzzer, go to double OT, and then it's sudden death at that point, and then the Magic win. So it's been good, man, to get some basketball action from the NBA perspective. So and now, Danny, on to Formula One real quickly. Let me just say I am a fan. I have watched these races, man, at all hours during the day, early morning, whatever the case may be. And Sir Lewis Hamilton is starting to kind of make a stride here. He's making a run in mm -hmm. where the final, the last three uh, races, he has actually uh, hit the podium each time. Uh, he's making the strides uh, here. Um, Mercedes has finally found some things out regarding his car. He's starting to make a run here. The last race, he actually, during qualifiers, he actually uh, did get in an accident and, and the uh, mechanics and all had to actually uh, build his car back up uh, overnight to him actually be getting in third place. So uh, we still got a long way to go in the season, Danny. Mm -hmm. Still have a long way to go. So maybe this is starting to turn the tide a little bit here. Yep. Uh, he's starting to score some points, mega points and double digits. So uh, we'll see what happens here. And now, Danny, on to some major news in college football and where the USC Trojans and the UCLA Bruins have decided to go to the Big Ten. Both of these schools uh, were or have been in the Pac-12 for, man, a long time. It's, it seems like uh, USC uh, joined the Pacific Coast Conference in 1922, have been in a league that would become the Pac-12 ever since. And uh, according to ESPN, the Trojans will leave uh, with the crosstown rival UCLA, a Pac-12 member since 1928, all to go to the Big Ten. It's all about money. I think USC and UCLA, is, uh, they're seeing the handwriting on the wall. The Pac-12 is not as competitive. They're not getting as much money. Mm -hmm. uh, they're not getting nearly enough uh, eyeballs, uh, if you will, which amounts to money. And these TV deals are enormous, man. But I have to say, what is this doing for a student athlete? The Big Ten currently has these schools. They're primarily in the Midwest and out east. Mm -hmm. So you have the likes of University of Illinois. This is according to the Big Ten website. Uh, University of Illinois, Indiana University, University of Iowa, University of Maryland, University of Michigan, Michigan State, University of Minnesota, University of Nebraska-Lincoln, uh, Northwestern, which is in the Chicago area, Ohio State University in Columbus, Ohio, Penn State, Purdue, Rutgers, and the University of Wisconsin-Madison. A student athlete has to travel across the country to play a sport, man. That would just be, whew, that's a lot of traveling to, <laughs> for student athlete to do. Mm-hmm. USC and UCLA definitely have the means to go ahead and do this. So they can have the likes of a, you know, a, a private or charter plane or something to that degree uh, because of just the funding that these universities get and the TV money that they're going to get. Mm -hmm. 
Um, same thing with Big Ten schools primarily. I mean, let's be real. There's some money flowing up in here. Yep. But the point is for a student athlete to have to travel across the country, we're just not talking about going from one state to a neighboring state. We're talking about going from one coast potentially to another coast of the United States of America. Yep. For multiple sports. So I'm just wondering how they're going to really do this and how is that going to really impact the student athlete, especially when it comes to uh, school and uh, just making the grades and dolls. So I don't think that was thought about because I really believe the money was thought about first uh, in competition and making these super conferences. So we'll see what happens, Danny. What say you? I'm very curious to see what the Big Ten does, though, if they keep, say, a Rutgers, for example, mm-hmm. um, or do they plan to expand even more? So is this just a start? Because now you're kind of seeing, you know, you have the Power Five conferences, but now it's turned into SEC that just mm-hmm. Oklahoma and Texas are going to SEC, and now the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. So you look at like the SEC and some of the some of the other Power Five conferences. Are some of these other schools trying to get into these bigger conferences? Um, so. I guess time will tell on that point. Um, also looking at the impact of the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. And what are they going to do now? Losing, I would say, their foundation schools, the p- mm-hmm. their pivotal schools to have in the conference. <laughs> They're built around USC and UCLA. Uh, uh, the Rose Bowl. What do we do with the Rose Bowl? Mm-hmm. It's usually Big Ten, Pac-12, the student-athletes. So if you're going flying all over the country week in and week out you know what is it really about right yeah yep (laughs) so they'll have their tutors they'll have all that in place but it's about getting that money and keeping these schools on the map so it's a it was a very interesting twist and this is effective august 2nd 2024 so some things can happen in the meantime definitely was shocking to see and it sounded like everyone else was shocked too when it was announced. So they kept it under tight wraps, very tight wraps from what was reported. Um, no one really knew what was going on until it was truly announced. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. More yeah. to come. Yeah. Yeah. More to come. I mean, uh, I'm thinking that there's going to be some exit fees that both schools would have to uh, pay, but I'm pretty certain that there's going to be more than enough money to kind of fill that void i can honestly see the ncaa eventually just completely going away man um or 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 not even have any type of relevance Uh, i think it's to a point now where the athletic directors are going to be the ones who are really going to be uh the commissioners of their respective uh super conference right now so um ncaa i think it's just a matter of time before you know it it really kind of falls by the wayside so we'll see danny we'll see and danny the summer classic uh baseball all-star game um it is coming up here uh it's going to be kind of interesting to see uh Mm -hmm. uh you know go ahead and 
uh, pitch and bat. Um, that's going to be something interesting to behold there. Uh, home run derby is going to be interesting. I think Albert Pujols is going to mm-hmm. give it one final shot here. Um, try to get it out to sit out of his system before he retires and all. Uh, I think it's going to be actually kind of fun. Uh, this go around, man. I really do. What say you, Danny? Yeah, I think Jason seeing Pujols in the home run derby. When I saw that was announced, I was like, man, what a way to go out, man. It was, yeah. And, and yeah. there are some names in that home run derby. So Pete Alonzo's doing it again. Mm-hmm. Cunha Jr. Mm-hmm. doing it. Schwarber. Juan Soto. So you have some names. You have some uh, firepower there that will definitely make it interesting. And then the game itself will be Shohei Otani. Man, he's on he's on a different level right now. The way he's playing and just to put him on display for those who don't get to see him often. Mm-hmm. It's off it's great to see him because obviously they're West Coast. Seeing someone pitch and hit in the same game. You know, we used to do it back in the day. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> by exactly. uh at school and everything but yeah man i'm i'm looking forward to it as well just to see what's going on hater pulled out from the brewers so he will not be um attending the game but it'll be fun and mm-hmm. it's always good man during this time of the season or uh time in the summer it's good to have some action and baseball can go on display and show what they're made of Thank you for joining us at Bat Porch Talk Podcast. You can also join us on Twitter by tweeting us at Bat underscore podcast. For more information, you can go to our website, which is BatPorchTalkPodcast.com. You can also email us at BatPorchTalkPodcast at gmail.com. Again, thank you for joining us. And remember that there's enough hate in the world. So go ahead and spread a little love. 